0: You already know that my real name is not Dick Triplett. In accord with my promise to tell you only the raw truth, I must also confess that Mr. Cannizare never requested information about the precious metals market. Our boiler room was in a strip mall outside the Carson City city limits, and to be a senior account executive with Gold Dog International was an achievement on par with putting your pants on with a zipper in front. Even the old alcoholic who swept the office once a week was a senior account executive, if ever forced to answer the phone. Our receptionist, Shelley Laval, a 50-year-old bottle blonde with hair higher than Lincoln's hat, was the vice president of communications, meaning we senior account executives were subordinate to her, which you would understand if you ever saw her breasts. We were all working for Joey Mitts, an ancient chain-smoking blob of con with yellow teeth and a nose like a tennis ball. Joey was a legend in certain desert circles. He was a former brothel proprietor, a former member of the state assembly, a former Carson City casino operator. Each of these positions had ended with an indictment. But Joey had a connected Vegas lawyer on speed dial, and he had beaten each and every rap. They can't do nothing to an honest man, would say Joey Mitts. Which is why I'm always in the shit house. Outside Joey's private office were nine desks with phones in a room that smelled of coffee and flatulence. And from those desks, we cheerfully sold promises to deliver gold to doomsday preppers from sea to shining sea. As Joey told us incessantly, Selling gold is selling money, and if you can't sell money, then you're in the wrong business, chum. Chum was one of the words Joey threw at us instead of our names, which he never seemed to remember. We were Pally, Buddy, Amigo, Brother, Captain, Cousin, Tom, Harry, and Dick, from which I took my nom de plume of gold dust. I'm sure, Mr. Cannizzari, that you know the secret to making money on any investment is proper timing. That's especially true in the metals market, and I am happy to say that your timing has never been better. Now, Mr. Canizari, can I call you Luigi? Great. Now, Luigi, if I could show you an opportunity in the gold market, an opportunity that you just could not say no to... Are you in a financial position to take advantage of my firm's initial recommendation of $10,000? Gold Dog International consisted of Joey, Shelly, a guy in India working the website, and a rotating roster of salespeople hammering the phones. We were mostly young, mostly male, mostly wearing shorts and t-shirts and flip-flops because the air conditioner was crap. All of us recruited by Joey himself. On the sound system, we ran a continuous loop of the last five minutes of a frenzied day on the New York Stock Exchange, with desperate traders calling out prices and the crowd noise rising to the famous triple chime of the bell. And we worked the phones all hours of the day, 8 a.m. on the East Coast to 8 p.m. on the West Coast, weekends included. It didn't matter much when we called. Our customers were always home and delighted to talk because they were generally alone and lonely, and so old they barely remembered their names. Nothing sells gold more effectively than a sense that the nation is going straight to hell, and so Joey bought his leads from a wild roster of religious and political organizations that predicted the coming apocalypse, or the coming rapture, or the coming economic collapse of America, or the coming election of another stinking Democrat president. And if you were stocking up on freeze-dried MREs or water storage kits or yellow pandemic suits, you could be assured Joey already owned your name and number. In support of these leads, Joey himself wrote the script. Just read what I wrote, cousin, and don't do no freestyling. This ain't surf school. We're selling gold, and this is the way we do it. Luigi I understand that's a big chunk of cash, but it does take money to make money, am I right? Let me tell you something you already know. This whole damn country is going down the tubes. Our man in the White House is being thwarted every which way by the socialist rabble-rousers, looking for their own box of chocolates. And if the mullahs in Iran dropped a big one on Toledo...